dollar van network yo guys what's up what we say during the podcast is just for the funnies so don't take us serious unless you want to be enlightened Welcome to the Uncredible Prophets. This is Raja. I'm here with my main man Mo. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? What's going on, Mo? How you doing, bro? Everything cool? Um, I'm doing good, bro. I'm doing good. Um, the summer is officially here because my balls are sweating all day long. Wow, TMI, bro. So, yo, I was at the um Rakim concert a couple days ago. Yo, that shit was was nice. Did 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 they hand out dusters to the crowd? Oh my god. Or no? Oh. You couldn't even let me like give some details before you started insulting the god MC. Yo, the crowd was so cool. That was my favorite part about that was the crowd was really cool. Everybody knew the lyrics. He pulled Keith Murray on stage. Wow. What was the age range of like everybody? Um, on the older side, but maybe not as much as we thought. There were some like hipstery white kids maybe in their like early to mid 20s. Yeah. Fewer than we thought. There were some foreigners who were like in it. Like they were like like some older dudes from Germany. Sound like they heard Paid in Full when it came Yo, out. Germany is into hip hop, yeah, right. Germany and Japan, the two places that just they just love. And you know, um, they knew every word to the shit. There was oh. some some kids who were like getting really like into it, whatever, but they didn't know the words. When we did it because what he did was he did the whole paid in full album. Wow. So some of them, some of the songs are like not everybody knows, and you could tell who the real heads were because they knew. Where was Eric B at? Um, he, he even like kind of dissed Eric B. He's like, uh, wherever Eric B is at, I don't know because he mentioned that like he does, he's not with him anymore, whatever. By the way, that was a good rock him impression. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Appreciate, appreciate that. that. So yeah, you weren't there at that show, but I understand you're going to a show tomorrow. Yes, I'm going to go see um, F A B O L O U S and some guy named Nas. Oh my uh, God! Uh, Why would you introduce I, it that way? Because um, honestly, Fab might be better than Nas at this point. At what? At um doing. At the what? Raps. Not rapping. At, not rapping. At Snapchat's way better. Way better. Okay, I don't have that app. I don't know about it. Get into it, bro. But yeah, you know, I'm super excited. It's the first time I'm seeing Fabulous um, and Nas, so I'm really excited for this. Um, uh, Talib Kweli is also going to be there. So see, when I heard when I heard it was Talib and Nas, go ahead and make your joke now. Uh, when I heard it was Talib and Nas, I was a little bit interested, but it's pricey, right? Because the Rakim shit was thirty five dollars. Cheap, really good price. I mean, my girl ended up paying last minute for it, um, so it came out to about 180 bucks per person. Um, all together so oh, that's that's actually better than what i thought it would be because it is last minute i mean I'll, I'll text tonight and i'll you know what maybe i'll head over with you and the guys yeah but yeah like you said it's summertime there's stuff going on yeah it's, it's a whole festival you know they, they're doing um exhibits they're doing um art appreciation you said exhibit and i thought of x to the z exhibit from like pimp my ride and shit way more entertaining than an actual art exhibit no I dog know. i heard you like the raps yeah but um they're also doing Art appreciation, film appreciation, some lectures, some seminars. So it's a whole four day thing. It's a cool time in New York City, right? To yeah. be in the city, to be out doing stuff. Ain't no play, place better to be at than New York City, um, unless you're in like the Caribbeans or Vegas. But then your balls would be even mustier. True, that is true. Um, you know how musty my balls have been today. I had to carry an extra pair of boxes. You assumed that I wanted the answer to that question. I felt like you needed to know. I carried an extra pair of boxes to work times is hard oh okay <laughs> so since it's the summertime it's a specific point in summer it's called no sports week or no sports day a couple of days ago that is the day after the mlb all-star game um, and for the first time all year there was no sports games from the four major sports networks 
So MLB, NBA, NHL, NFL, nothing was going on. It's um the day after you said the, it's the actually the first two days after the MLB All Star Game. I think it's the day before and after, isn't it? Is that what it is? Something like that. But yeah, there's just nothing going it's not on. Important. It's I mean it's even worse for me because we we switched to Dish Network in my house now, so they don't have Yes Network. Wow, she can't even watch the Yankees. I, I can't. I haven't seen the Yankee game this season unless it was like on. I think I saw one on Fox or one on ESPN, something like that. But like, it's not even like you know. Sometimes they're in dispute, and it's like we'll get them back in a week. That keeps happening too, by the way. This network is constantly in dispute with channels, and they get like W, like like the Channel Eleven, yeah. all these channels, and then they get it back later. But the Yes Network, they just don't have, and don't even, they don't even pretend like we're gonna get it. So this network is kind of like a scorned baby mom, just constantly fighting causing problems i think yeah they just don't want to pay meanwhile we're paying like you know i got the fucking what's that kangaroo shit called the hopper yeah i pay good money for that shit yo and they just fucking they don't have any channels is it even worth streaming baseball like is it worth getting an app to watch baseball my whole thing was to watch baseball while i'm doing other stuff yeah or best of all to fall asleep like if i'm going to sleep um kind of early-ish and there's a west coast baseball game on that's the best sleep I'll get is to just fall asleep in the middle of it. Um, I'd really tried to pay attention to baseball the last couple of years. It just hasn't done anything for me. Maybe because NFL and the NBA has been so good. Yeah, it's been a good years. few years. But dude, following like even just two baseball teams is yeah. wild hard. Like following one team yeah. is like with the guys going to the AAA and who's coming up. And they don't trade as much, I guess. But the, the amount of shit going on in in one baseball team is so crazy. Like, like you know, we're general fans of the NBA. We'll watch a game between two good teams. Being on that level of dedication with baseball seems so much harder. Not worth it. How the fuck? And why do they think it's a good idea? You, you just dismiss the whole sport and shit not worth yeah, it. <laughs> Why do they pay 162 games? Why? That's a good question. For the money? They, some of the games are not even sold out. Most of them are probably not even sold out. Yeah, I think there's a virtue to it in that the records at the end really tell you who the teams are and you really know where they stand. But then they have the most, not the most, but they have a really up and down postseason. Where I think the NBA's postseason is much more like, it's much more gives you a picture of where a team stood than baseball. Where like if you if you're a team that has three great starters, right? Yeah. And you're, you're pitching base, and someone gets lucky on you a couple of times, hits home runs, or if your pitchers don't have a great start early in like game one or game three, whatever, you're done. People talk about and complain about how much people get paid in the NBA, but baseball contracts were the original like holy crap, this guy's getting paid this much. Like yeah, well, basketball just caught up, but think about how many days these guys got to show up to work, right? Nah, the the, the NBA offseason is long. The baseball offseason isn't that long. Spring, if you count spring training and going to the World Series and stuff, yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on. They get like a week. They get baseball like a, yeah, a little bit. Not, not much, basically. Then yeah. they guys start training, rehabilitating injuries, dealing with all any type of team uh, commitments they might have. So Yeah, shit is not great. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not watching baseball on TV. Yeah. So I'm, I'm catching up on my TV shows, you know, because there's no... Basketball just ended. I'm watching Mr. Robot season two just started. Oh, and uh, yeah, the Emmys are coming up. So they announced the Emmy nominations the day after the Mr. Robot premiere. And my boy Rummy Mullick, who is um, who is the star of Mr. Robot, yes, he's nominated. Is he Middle Eastern? He I think he's good. Egyptian. Okay, kinda sort of. Uh, isn't Egypt like dead ass Middle East? What do you mean, kind of? No, I was thinking of something else actually. So he's he's nominated for lead actor in a drama series. And I think he has a pretty good chance because Kevin Spacey's in it for House yeah. of Cards, but there's no Game of Thrones characters. 
Actually, you know what? No one deserves it. Maybe Jon Snow deserves a little. Jon Snow and Tyrion are nominated for best supporting in a drama. They're not considered lead actors. So, I mean, technically, does that show have a main character? I didn't really check if they had a best drama lead actress because I think Robin Wright for uh, House of Cards has that shit locked up. This season was all about her. You saw it, right? Yeah, it was she won. She absolutely won that. That, that. that one's locked up. But I think my boy Romy Mullick has a chance. She was great this season. I mean, she's been great the whole time the show has been on. So she absolutely deserves it. So for this season, uh, supporting, I guess, because that's what they've been relegated to, would you rather see it go to Jon Snow or Tyrion? Tyrion. I think that actor, Peter Dinklage, does so well every episode i'm using um the real name for mr robot and not for game of thrones even though they're probably way more famous so yeah peter dinklage and kit harrington they need to add a new category for the emmys um like what's like best binge watch show on netflix oh the netflix have its own like, category it's like them? an old tv show that just got <laughs> popular again and they need to have an emmy for it you know what's wild um uh jerry seinfeld's show comedians in cars drinking coffee that show is nominated for an Emmy, and that's a web short. That doesn't even seem like a TV show. At least the Netflix shows feel like TV shows. I really enjoy watching Jerry Seinfeld do anything, so I think that show deserves some recognition, even though uh, Jimmy Fallon's show is also nominated, and I fucking hate Jimmy Fallon. Speaking of Netflix, your boy Aziz Ansari is nominated for Best Lead in a Comedy Series. Forget Aziz Ansari. What about his father? He needs to win... For his, what's up, man? Oh, he needs to win for that, bro. I've only seen a couple episodes, but he was in one of the ones I saw, and he was really funny. Like, that's supposed to be him in real life, and just in general. So, no acting, that's just him. Wait, the actor is actually his father? That's his dad. That makes their interactions so much better. And it's his mom, too. It's just, great job, Aziz, I'm sorry. So, what else are you watching on the show, aside from the Emmy winners? Are there any shows that maybe aren't getting nominated, some Netflix favorites, well, whatever you're doing? Not even that. It's a it's a pretty pretty new show. Actually, it's only one episode deep. It's called The Night of. Oh yeah, that's on HBO. I've seen that too. On actually, HBO. I watched it last night for the first time, and I was kind of shocked at how good it was. Yeah, it's a guy from Four Lines. Yo, if you haven't seen Four Lines, check it out. That is a hilarious movie. It's about terrorism, but it's not like offensive or whatever. But it's yeah, it's good. It's kind of offensive if you're um, maybe Muslim. You think bit. it's offensive to Muslim people? Not really. I'll defer to you on that. Your name is literally Muhammad, so. I mean, I don't. I mean, I can see how some of my peers, my Islamic peers, would uh, find it offensive. But for me, I mean, I take everything as a joke. I feel like Islamic peers is enough to like trigger an FBI agent listening to our podcast now. Yeah, that's why I record these pods without my phone in the room. We might be monitored <laughs> without your phone in the room. That's what you gotta do, bro. That's what I do. Speaking of what you gotta do, let's get into what would you do for the week. Yes, yes. I have one ready this week. I'm glad you came prepared this week, man. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have one. Last. Well, you stole one from a friend's story, so I actually that, uh, I followed suit. That doesn't matter. I, I, I did the same thing. I'm not even hating on you. So back way back before I was married, right? Yes. We used to go out as friends. Actually, you weren't there, which is funny. Oh. Uh, so our, our actual group of friends, not counting Mo, not including Mo, used to go out. So one night we went to a gentleman's club, a friendly establishment with friendly ladies who do not wear clothes if you give them enough money. Yes. So we got a bottle. And we sat in like a nice section, right? What, what kind of bottle did you get? Do you remember what kind? I think we got we got Bombay Sapphire. Oh, delicious. We, we got that just because it was it was like a nicer thing in the bottom price range, which is weird because none of us drink gin. Like when I was drinking, really, I, w- I only drink whiskey, scotch. Yeah. 
I wouldn't drink anything like that. So we got that, and everybody's like, oh, this is nasty. So nobody wanted to drink the Bombay Sapphire that we just paid however many hundreds of dollars for to get a table. So we got a table, though, and then we start ordering drinks. So one of our friends, who I'm not going to name him for the purposes of this, what would you do? So he's kind of on the cheap side, or not really cheap, he calls it frugal. So he sees that we're not really using the bottle, and we keep making ourselves drinks and not finishing them, so he's finishing everybody's drinks. Delicious. And then we keep getting drinks, even though we're in the VIP where the girls dance on us. Not like not. I don't want to make it sound like I used to go to strip clubs OD often. It was just like a couple of months where like kind of sounds like something that right to now. do. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was something to do, I guess. So then he's drinking all of our like the drinks we don't finish. We keep leaving drinks. He's like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna finish." Is they gonna just take it anyway? Right? Is he like double fisting, drinking out of the bottle? He's OD and he's taking guys beers. Oh wow! He's taking so our disrespectful. Meanwhile, the shit he he doesn't like the gin either. So for himself, he ordered Long Island iced teas. So I know for a fact he finished at least two of his own Long Island iced teas. So anyway, long story short, he is shit face drunk. Right? He is like he's passing out. The guys are paying the girls to dance with him while he's passed out in his his seat. Yeah, he's so done that we have to like help him to the car. And he comes to my house, right? And everybody comes to my house, and like three or four of us are so wild done. Like obviously nobody's going home aside from the guys who, who like. Actually, nobody went home. I think everybody slept over that night. We were, like, kind of responsible about it. God bless. So everybody slept in the living room, and I slept in my room, which is on the first floor, which is, like, a couple of doors down from the living room, and it's across from the bathroom, right? So this friend of ours who drank all that liquor, right? Can we call him Pedro just for the sake of So he's Pedro, right, for the purposes of this pod, I guess, right? So Pedro needs to pee, right? So he walks in. He thinks he walks into the bathroom and pisses in the toilet, right? So here's what I know. It's the middle of the night. I'm asleep, and I hear some dripping, and I wake up, and I'm like, what the fuck? Is the roof leaking? And I look at the ceiling, and then I look down, and in the corner of my dark room is my friend urinating in the corner of my room. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, Pedro, this is not the bathroom. He's like, huh? And then for whatever reason, I guess I was still kind of wasted. I passed out. And the next morning I woke up and I go to the bathroom and I'm brushing my teeth. I hear the guys in the living room and I know they're over. And I remember what we did last night. But for a second, I'm like, nah, that shit didn't happen. I dreamt that. So I walk back in my room. And now after washing my face, after waking up, the smell hits me. It smells like stale piss in my room. (laughs) This dude pissed all over my sweatpants, yo, in the corner. And I walk out and he's still asleep and everybody else is up. I'm like, yo. I think this dude pissed in my room last night. And everybody's like, what? And I send another friend. I'm like, yo, go in my room and check. And he comes out dying laughing. He's like, yo, he pissed in your room. And everybody's laughing. And I wakes him up. I'm like, yo, you pissed in my room last night. And he kind of gives me this look like, you know that look like you have an idea of what someone's talking about, but you don't want to give away that you know it's true. So he's like going over like, really? 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 And then smirking, it's, isn't he? And then we're just going in a different direction, talking about what we're going to do that day and shit. Like, we need to get some water, need to get some food, blah, 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 to get to get over the hangovers. And and I just keep looking at him, and he just keeps smiling at me. So my question is, in that spot, let's say, like, both. Like, when you wake up in the middle of the night, I was too wasted to get up, I guess, but you could answer the question anyway. Yeah. You wake up to your dude pissing in your room, or the next day you realize he actually did it. In either situation, what would you do? I, wow. First of all, Page is disgusting. Wait, this is the actual, like, this is one of my bros for life, though. This is not, like, some guy. I would have instantly beat his ass. Did he clean it? Well, here's the thing. He was still OD wasted, and another one of our friends just kind of took him home because he was so done. I kind of just, like, like I put a mop on the sweatpants, used the sweatpants to mop it up, and I just threw those shits in the garbage. And I threw, like, like I'm not really big on cleaning and shit. Before yeah. I was married, my shit was just... 
I'm I'm not a very like in terms of my personal hygiene, I'm good, but cleaning my room never. I kind of just threw some Lysol on the floor and called it even. All right, solid, solid. Well, in that scenario, um, I would it would be really hard for me to not to do like physically harm Pedro in that scenario. Like in the middle he, of the night, next day, during while he's urinating like, in the in the middle of the night or the next day, like while he's urinating, like during the middle of the night. I would have to maybe karate chop his neck, um, maybe punch him in the back. Uh, Coming out of your own drunken stupor, you would go for oh, him. Oh, I'm I'm exactly the same as you are in this scenario. Drunk as fuck. But you're just you're going for it. All right, maybe maybe I rethink everything. I'll probably okay. But you know what? I'd probably do like you and just say fuck it and figure it out in the morning. I would definitely have him cleaning up in the but morning. It's, it's not even like I made a decision. I just kind of passed out because I was like, "Am I imagining this? Is this a dream?" I was in that weird place. But okay, let's say next day you wake up, you realize it's for real, and he's asleep in your living room. What are you gonna do now? It's he, he absolutely either has to clean up everything. Or he's buying me new sweatpants and... Like, you know what? I never got at sweatpants. At least lunch. Not, it's just hitting me now. I tossed those sweatpants out. It's not like I got a new pair from him. Yeah. It's not like he gave me money for it. Oh, shit. And but, also, I'd have to make fun of him. every. Like, the next time we go out drinking, I'm bringing a... Oh, I, I, I told his girlfriend. Odie Valley. I just told his girlfriend. I was like, you want to hear a funny story? Haha. <laughs> and I just told her. And she was just looking at him like, what? And he was kind of like, nah. But but he like he made that face again where it's like, yeah, you did, Pedro. You know what? Pedro seems like the type of guy who would make fun of someone for doing that also. Yeah. It's just, it's funny he, he, would, he would like give somebody a nickname for that. Yeah. I, th- I think I would just like make him do shit. Like he has to make it up to me at this point. But I mean, if he's your boy boy, I mean, he, he's, Pedro's also my boy boy. Um, can't do much. Yeah. That's the thing. Like if it's, if it's a real good friend. Also, there's the other elements who were, it's not like somebody just came and took a piss in your room. Like imagine how drunk you got to be to think you're in the bathroom. And just pee on the ground. What What if he? What would be worse? Him getting into bed with you, and just trying to cuddle with you, or him going into a corner and peeing? How are you making what? How are you getting there? I'm just saying. What would be worse? Um. Well, the, I had to clean the piss up, right? Unless he gets in the bed cuddling and nuts on me or something. I don't see how that's worse. It'd be infinitely worse if he got into bed with you and then peed the bed while in the bed with you. Oh, that's like oh, that's that's like the triple violation that's like of all we, time. I don't think we can hang out for a couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah, we that would be break. like that. The, the situation that went down, it was just funny, and I would kind of make fun of him for a while. I bring it up every now and then. Yeah, so it's, it's good for that. But the violation is that like a, like a a, a peeing emoji? That needs to be next to his name. There's like a drip emoji. That's that's him. We need to like put the faucet drip next to his name. Drip drip. So you got one? You got a what would you do this week? So I do. Um, it deals with also something that's happened in real life. It deals with one of my coworkers. So I work in a in a nutrition store. And uh, one of my coworkers turns out to be racist. And, you know, it's it's I say turns out to be racist. Wow. Because I haven't really noticed it until today. So How, how long have you been working with this guy? Uh, I'd say about three years. Okay. In these three years... Anytime he's dealt with a customer of Oriental descent, you can't say that. I said it. Just say Asian. Well, they're Oriental attributes. No, okay, whatever. You're he, the racist now. So we get predominantly um, Chinese customers in our store. So I'm gonna say Chinese people. He is racist towards Chinese people. Okay. He just treats them bad. Just follows them around the store. And little background, you, you work in a health food store, right? Let's say yeah, nutrition, health food. We, we do it all, baby. We do it all. Okay. And he, he follows the customers around. 
He follows customers around. Chinese customers. Chinese customers around. He he thinks they're going to steal something? I don't think he thinks he's gonna, they're going to steal in plain sight. He just doesn't like for them to take pictures of products. And I totally get it from their angle. They want to take pictures of things. They want to send it back home. So they want to get the exact same product, all this stuff. But what's his problem with that? He's convinced that these people are buying the products just to go sell it on Main Street, Flushing. And I said, have you ever been to Flushing Main Street and seen these products in like a secondhand store or something? He said no multiple times. First of all, it's not even like that's illegal. I don't know why he has a problem with it. He has a problem with it. So today I told him, I said, yo, you're racist to Chinese people. He said, no, you don't know what racism means. And I said, here we go. A certain type of person comes into the store. They walk in. You automatically are rude to them and treat them differently than you treat other people. That sounds like racism to me. And he just kept denying it. And and then he proceeded to actually uh, handle a, a Asian customer, Chinese customer, five minutes later, exactly the way I described it. You told him what he does? And he did it again in, in front wow. of everyone after I just pointed it out to everybody. So my question to you is, if you had a, a co-worker who was obviously racist to uh, a certain type of person or people, what would you do? First of all, that's a confusing type of racism because so he's assuming that these Chinese people are coming into your store to, number one, buy stuff and resell it, right? So he's assuming they're doing something based on their race, so that's racist, right? The fact that he sees this as something negative is strange to me because you're making a sale. Yeah. They're not stealing shit from you. They're free to do with that what they want. If they want to sell it, they can do that. Can Can I I just add something? He's someone who has very strong opinions on um, racism in general. He always brings back the stories of the past and being uh, profiled when he used to be younger, going into stores and stuff like that. So it just... So he's someone who he's someone who was profiled in stores and is now profiling in stores. Yes, that's hilarious. He's like Uncle Ruckus or whatever his name is from Boondocks. I see it. I see it. But this, I mean, I, I don't understand. First of all, I, I would just if I was in your situation, the answer to what would you do? I would be like, number one, why do you give a shit, right? If like, do you really think this is gonna put your store out of business? You're gonna lose your job or whatever? Like, you can't just have a problem with what people do with what you sell them. So it seems like. Like, in a way, it's it's a silly racism, but I think that makes it even worse. Because if you believe someone's doing something wrong, some negative feelings can come out. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if they're doing something that's totally harmless and you're mad at the whole race for it, you just have a problem with that race. And that's wild that he just is, like, like wants to... Like, does he tell people, don't take pictures, don't do this or that, whatever? He says it to every single one of them. What does he say? He tells them, he just... They'll start to take a picture and he'll wave his finger... And so I kind of like almost yelling at them to, they can't do that. Does he give them a why? Just, no, they never really ask why. They just put their phones away? Because most of them, they're like, I'm from out of the country. So they're just like, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Like, that's it. Wow. Wait, is that like a store policy? Nope. So when he's not there, nobody's doing that? This is his own police. And he's an employee, not a manager? No, he's a manager. Oh, so are they, is there another manager? There's a, like, he's tier two. Tier one being the store manager, and then tier two is okay. So even the other tier twos and the tier one don't do it. No. Oh, he's just a straight up asshole. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think if I was in your spot, I would just like I have this thing about me where I'm sometimes unnecessarily confrontational. So I would just I would really feel the need like like you probably like wanted to figure out his position or whatever. Yeah. I would just be like, yo, 
I've identified you as a racist and I don't fuck with racists, so I would like you to know that I don't fuck with you. I would just want to make that plain because that shit makes me uncomfortable to be around that bullshit. Yeah, I for the most part, he's a he's kind of a, a good guy. He's rational for the most part. I'm sure many racists are. It's just something about Chinese people and coming into our store just makes them uneasy. You know, I, I think another thing, I, I've noticed a lot of really casual racism against Chinese people against people of Asian descent, East Asians, let's say, in Queens. Because in Queens, we have everybody. But let's say the East Asian population is more sort of only in their neighborhoods. Yeah. And like, I feel like everybody, like Ghanese people, Indian people, like like uh, West Indian black people, white people, everybody feels really comfortable talking shit about Asian people. I blame Chinese food 100%. If you can get... I'm going to need a, a ill if, explanation for if that. If you can get like a $47 order of your Chinese food in, in like 10 minutes, something's not right with your people. Something's not right, dude. Is that you talking or are you assuming what the racists believe? That's that's me waiting for my Chinese food at this very moment talking. That's, wow, dude. Well, yeah, so I, I would just be like, yo, you're a racist and I don't fuck with racists and don't, like, I, we work together or whatever. First of all, I would stop him because if there's no policy against letting the customers take pictures I would, like what like let's give him a name you want to make up a name for him um andre okay i'll be like yo andre the manager right john or whatever right he doesn't tell people not to take pictures why the fuck are you telling people not to take pictures i try not to do that, but you're saying that in front of customers or like maybe afterwards maybe when it's just me and him i would be like yo why do you do that shit maybe i'm at that point where it would take too much energy to have that conversation, whereas I could just not have that conversation because I really don't care. The first time he did it, what did you do? Laughed. But you like, like, weren't you curious? Like, why are you doing that shit? None of us do that. We all work in the same place. At first, I thought it was just maybe he had something against these particular set of people. Like, just this, it was like an isolated incident. Um, so that's why I laughed because I thought he was just being a douche in general. And then I realized it was like only with chinese people and i was like wow you're racist but okay now when you confronted him about this he denied it like yes really hard and then he just did it again five minutes later do your co-workers agree with you yeah they all think he's racist as well they identified it independently or like when you pointed it out when i had pointed it out they had agreed with me right then on spot so after the five minutes later situation did you point it out i laughed i just laughed because it was unbelievable like he could like make my point. But okay, e- even beyond okay, I mean obviously not beyond the racism because that is the bad part of this. But like, did you even go into yo? Why are you telling people not to take pictures? What's your problem with? It? You didn't go deep. I, I try to go deeper because he's so so stubborn. Like you can't tell like that guy specifically. You can't tell him stuff. He has to find out on his own. Always. Wow, that's weird to be that kind of person in in a whatever health food store you said. Because like like vitamins are bullshit. Like ninety percent of the shit you guys sell is not even a thing. So why why be so like stern about it? Um, I think that's not an accurate statement. I think vitamins are not bullshit. When the biggest marketer your industry has is fucking bullshit, Doctor Oz. We, how much of that green tea extract you sell in Mo in your fucking well, bullshit store? Green coffee bean, and uh, we sell a lot of it. A lot, a lot, a lot. Okay, but you know what? There's like mad bullshit that doesn't actually do anything. And it's like the trend of the month and people buy it. They stay fat or unhealthy or whatever. And you guys cake off it. It's like literally, you know, you used to call people snake oil salesmen. Correct. You guys literally sell fish oil, right? Yeah. So you change the animal? Nah. Is that what, ha- <laughs> is that what happened? You went from snake oil to fish oil and you're selling the same bullshit to people? Nah, bro. You know what it is? There is 
there's good companies, there's bad companies. There's good information, there's bad information. But you guys carry everything. Right? So like Dr. Oz will come out like, yo, pig asshole intestine is is gonna help you lose weight. And he's everybody knows he's full of shit. And the next month your store is gonna be stuffed with fucking pig asshole extract, right? Yeah. We might have some in my store right now. See, that's what I'm like, that's so like it infuriates me. Like how many industries thrive on just taking advantage of people? You know, I try not to look up what's the newest trends. Um, obviously, I, I kind of skim through it. For the most part, people are pushing agendas and whatever vibe. Do you give advice? Um, I give suggestions. So have you ever suggested something you knew was bullshit to make a sale? Are you on commission? No. Okay, so that's good. I, I know like GNC and shit is on commission. In, in the beginning of me working there, I was um, I had that little bit in me where I would just push to push. At this point in, in my, I guess, career with the company, I've avoided that. I've super blunt super honest with my customers do you ever say that shit doesn't work yeah straight up okay that's cool then you're one of the good ones but you know really nothing works you know that right like even if like you take a vitamin c pill you're gonna piss 95 percent of it out well that's because it's water soluble now if we're talking fat soluble vitamins they they have benefits they have advantages for taking them are you making shit up on the spot now no, that's, that's this that's is bullshit. Because facts know, only. Because there's a guy who, uh, some Silicon Valley guy, he's making some company where you know you, you he wants to be able to. I think he already has a prototype because I heard he was using it. Where when I heard him talk, he used vaping vitamin C or whatever, right? Yeah. And he's like, that's the only. Well, his claim, right? It's not like I'm gonna hold him up as an example of honesty. I don't even know much about this guy except that he's selling the shit. He says that if you vape it, whatever you vape will stay in your system. When you take a pill of vitamin C or whatever, like you said, it's water soluble. Yep. A significant portion of that you're just gonna piss out. No, it's it's right. That makes sense because there's certain vitamins like B12. You use it in a lozenge form, so you absorb it through your mouth instead of letting it get into your stomach, getting supremely broken down in your stomach, and then nothing left to be absorbed. Okay, when you say water soluble, is that a characteristic of the vitamin or a characteristic of the form of delivery of the vitamin? It's the form of the vitamin itself. So water soluble vitamins are bullshit? No, it's not that. It's just the forms in which companies make those vitamins aren't really optimal for absorption. So it is bullshit. So lozenge is optimal for B12? Yes. So there's a way for it to be better and they don't, they're deliberately not producing it in the optimal form. Yeah, like you can get in the 80s, they used to give IV treatments for vitamin C. That was one of the first things they used to combat HIV and AIDS. So okay. people used to get super mega dosed with vitamin C because it had really good anti-inflammatory immune system benefits. It also had like a euphoric, euphoric, it had a euphoric feeling after you would get the treatment done. So people would be like a little high on it for like a couple oh, of days. Oh, okay. So... Um, had a lot of benefits. Now the industry has moved to, of let's say, I don't know why we're sticking with vitamin C, right? Let's say like, like you know, B-complex, whatever. Of the vitamins you sell, what percentage of the vitamins you sell would you say are the water-soluble form of the vitamin? All the Bs. The Cs are water-soluble. Oh, C in general is water-soluble. And that's, that's about it. Everything else So you bad. don't sell an optimal version of any vitamin. So your industry... Yeah, we do, we do. Your industry is bullshit, and I am correct. I guess. But you know what it is? I'm not even so into vitamins, bro. It's it's the herbs, man. That's what I go by. Oh, that you sound so credible right now. Tell I me s- about the herbs. The the, the oh herbs of, of Mother Nature, man. So I'm, I'm about the turmeric. I'm about the ginger. You know, I'm about the ashwagandhas. I'm all about that, bro. Turmeric is the Indian people just put that in food. Yeah, it's ginger is food. Yeah, and, and Ayurvedic medicine, uh, ginger, turmeric, and then a couple others that I can't remember right now are like 
the main staples of Ayurvedic medicine. Okay, so you know that's that's actually true. A lot of like the vitamin, like say a, a big uh, thing you sell probably in your store is protein supplement, right? See now, now that's not even a vitamin. That's just food, more or less. Yeah, that's when we get into the bullshit. When we get to like sports supplements, it's so much bullshit. And I, I totally agree with you there. There's only two things I believe in when it comes to supplements. That's creatine. And that's pre-workout. And pre-workout, for, it's for superficial, stupid reasons. Protein is more or less proven, right? I mean, yeah, protein is proven, but there's there's no added benefit of having protein over a meal. You know what I'm saying? Right, it's, it's just it's it's convenient. It's for convenience. Right, yeah. right. Okay, okay. But it's not bullshit is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not bullshit, but it's not necessary either. So as someone who works in the, what do you call it, health food, health vitamin? Well, health and wellness industry. You agree that except for three things, everything is bullshit. Like next week, Dr. Oz is going to say, this is how you lose weight. Get this in your system. You're going to sell 20 bottles of it, and it's going to be bullshit. But Dr. Oz specifically, you, you take everything he says with a, with a grain of salt. People don't, though. And I have a lot of customers who come in foolishly following his advice and his recommendations and not doing their own research. If you hear something on Dr. Oz, you should research it yourself. You should cross-examine uh, his references. If somebody walks into your store, right? Yeah. You you work for a health and wellness store. Correct. They're gonna believe they're in a place where things are beneficial and useful, right? This is where like certain government agencies fall short. Like the FDA doesn't like what percentage of your store has been tested by or approved by the FDA? Donut. A donut amount? Zero? Oh, I thought you sold donuts. I thought that was gonna be a clever day. Okay, so they donut. don't they don't test anything. Nothing. People don't know that, right? So they're gonna walk into your store. And assume that the stuff you sell is good for them and useful and beneficial, and they're going to be wrong. So even yeah. even pre Doctor Oz, that's a bullshit industry. I mean, I'm not downing you for working no, there. No, 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 yeah, yeah. It, it, honestly, until it gets uh, the FDA just decides, and they walk in there and deal with racists on top of it, it's ridiculous. It's crazy, man. You just want to buy your fucking fish oil, and you have to deal with someone calling you a chink. You know, it's not it's not cool. Wow. So does your racist coworker tell people like, "Oh, that's he's don't like do- the most uninformed." employee at that store how the fuck does this guy have a job he's been here for it's hard to fire people you have to go through paperwork is it 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 is unless you steal that's the only like highway to get fired i feel like there's a lot of really smart talented driven people looking for jobs and this this guy who's racist and uninformed has his job it's ridiculous people are lazy man people don't do paperwork that's what it boils down to That's our show, guys. Thanks for listening to The Uncredible Profits on the Dollar Van Network. Please go to iTunes, go to SoundCloud, like, subscribe, comment, everything. Thanks.